feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
we live in such a digital age where everything is computerized, everything is digitized, and we spend so much time on computers and uh, phones and um, iPods and iPads and so many other electronic devices that we don't even think about the date because it's right there in front of us. And that's how convenient life has become to where Mm -hmm. you don't even have to worry about things that you didn't have to worry about before because it's already been done for you. It's already been programmed for you. You don't even have to do it. That may bring me back to another point later, but just something that I wanted to share. But I am doing well. Uh, Tamari is doing well. She's been under the weather um, lately. Um, I think a couple weeks ago I I, I passed my germs on to – to her and, and to Nadia, and I think uh, to Mary, I think caught the worst of it because uh, Nadia seemed congested for for a few days, and um, she ended up being fine. But it seemed like Tamaria fought with it um, longer than we did. But um, but everybody's fine. Nadia is doing well. She's uh, in daycare and uh, <laughs> acting like she's two years old rather than two months old. But you know. Uh, <laughs> life <laughs> life goes on. Life goes on. But every everyone is doing well here. Everything is going on well. Uh, we have snow in the forecast. How about you guys? Because you guys have had a colder. Uh, <laughs> you guys had a colder fall than we did. I think. Wow, we had the most beautiful weather here today. I'm glad you reminded me because I. I, I was able to get out and 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 we walked today and it was just one of those walks where we weren't in a hurry. We just enjoyed it and and just it was just it was just a blessing to be out in well on January eighth taking a casual sunny walk and I don't know what the temperature was it it felt like sixty plus degrees but um, it it was nice so we took advantage of that. We are expecting um, colder weather starting tomorrow. Now, I don't, I don't think we're expecting snow or anything like that, but it is supposed to be colder tomorrow. Um, so it's that 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 weather thing is just interesting to me. You know, we just the seasons and things like that are changing in the midst of the season. They don't wait to the season, the next season. So, but we had a yeah. great day. Great day. So um, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna come back to and ask you a question about what you just said, how you started out the show. I have a question for you too, maybe. But again, thank you guys. Um, just want to make sure that we start out with our our trash can baby, um, and and because it's 2019, and I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll have just new people, new listeners. I pray that we will. Continue to have our, our our seasoned people. I guess those ones who've been with us for a while. Um, I did hear from one of our um, all-time listeners that her Tasha and Bo. Actually, I'll just tell you, they are uh, prayers for them because Tyson fell and they are at the emergency room. So be in prayer oh, for no. them. Yeah, this is his first fall to where, you know. Where they gotta take him to the rush him to the emergency room, so I can only imagine. I remember when she told me, I was like, "Oh God," because I remember Brandon's 
it's crazy because yeah. mothers had to freak out, but you just, so I did call her because I just wanted to hear her voice and, and wanted her to hear somebody, another mama's voice who understands. But um, so y'all pray for him. I told her to keep us posted, but yeah, he, he must have took a really good fall. She said blood was everywhere, nose, mouth, not on head, and so that's what they they were concerned about. But you know, boys will be boys, and so <laughs> there he goes. That's his first one. So and girls too. Girls will climb, but you know, I think I don't think I know a boy that didn't get a mama who has a boy who didn't get that that first major fall, and off off they went. So. Um, but she okay. did just say they won't be on because of that. So we'll keep them in our prayers, and I'll let you guys know as I hear. Hopefully I'll hear soon because that was probably two hours ago. Um, so in the trash can baby and just kind of about butterfly evolution, um, right now I've had, you know, it's always good to take these little breaks, although I kind of missed it. You know, we 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 take the breaks, but then we miss it as, as well. But that's kind of natural. Um, but I have just, when I sit back and think about the topics and how much they help me grow mm-hmm. and, and by growing, just see what's planted, what I still have planted, good and bad, because some of the things that I realize that I still have planted, I now have to dig up because they're not fruitful. It's not growing, um, good things for me. So I just had some time to reflect, um, had some good days, some bad days in the midst of those reflections, but I'm just so thankful. And I did get um, a a comment from someone on Facebook that just kind of said, and it was so timely, one of my classmates that I don't see, I don't think I've seen since school was out, um, she said, I haven't seen anything from you lately, um, but just know if you if you if you don't know that someone's listening and, and, and needs these posts, let me tell you I do. And so that was just you just you just wanna know that you're making a difference, that the time you're putting in, um, that you're making a difference. And and we've always said here that it could be one person. Like it it doesn't have to come in great numbers. It would be nice because then we would see major change. Um but that was just heartfelt, and and I went back and said, oh, thank you, and yeah, I do wonder sometimes, but just know that even the post that, that we post is, it helps me more than probably others. And I want to say that because I think people get into this thing about people who do things like we do, Rodney, they think that we are conflict-free, that Everything in our lives is great all the time. Um, and I really do feel that some people may get sick of the type of posts that we post, the things, because it's not, um, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's, not the, it's not the R. Kelly stuff, you know. It's, I don't have any desire to be a part of that. Like, I just don't have any desire to waste my time and plant my attention towards it. Um, and if they do, that, that's fine. But I do think that I remember you saying one day, Rodney, about people need to be just as, and I'm going to say it Tammy's way, but I, this is your saying, it's something you said, that they need to be just as um, 
I won't say concern, but of the about the posts that they they see and pass by. Like they read and it does something to them, or something happens, but they 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 just pass right by them. They act as if they didn't see them, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I just I think that a lot of people see because we try to remain positive. And I'm saying this because if anybody new for 2019, and my prayer is that God send send those people who are looking um, and longing for change, and they need to know that they're not alone. And in the midst of everything, especially at this time, because people are making the New Year's resolution, you know, planning for change, um, but somehow. Every year, making those New Year resolutions. And, and as we begin the show, I just encourage you guys to make New Day resolutions. Just just take it one day at a time and not stretch it so far. But Butterfly Evolution is about transformation. It's about change. It's about holding yourself accountable for who you are, where you are, and what's going on in your life. Set people free tonight. Set people free before you think about where you are or where you're going or your New Year's resolutions. Set people free and set things free. Release it tonight before we get into the show. Declare that I will be free. I am free. I release everybody who's hurt me, disappointed me. I forgive. I move on. And make that your New Day resolution. Every day, set people free. Clean sheet of paper every day. Clean life every day. And so, that being said, trash can concept. We ask people, our listeners, um, and share this. Move something. We say trash can. Move something that you visit frequently. And if it's going to be the trash can, move it from one location to another. Um, Again, one that you use a lot. And from there, monitor how often you return back to its old location. Make a game out of it. Husband, wife, family, you know, count who, who, who goes back the most. But more importantly, have conversation, converse about the not how many times we go, but the fact that we do go to where we moved it from. Because allow that to to tell you or to show you how we have to be intentional. We have to be uh, about intentional about change um, because the mind and the, and the body are. We get into this autopilot mode, cruise control, and we just get content about life and we expect what we've gotten. And we expect kind of to do what we've always did, yet we want change. Um, so do that and be willing to share with us, uh, our old school people, new year, new time, do this, do this. Rodney, I was out today walking and I thought about a long time ago while working at a school actually in North Carolina, they they had us in for, there was a teacher work day, um, and all of that, and they had us in for, um, they had a class, bird watching. So this this lady came in, you know how they do it, they have people come in and do these, these things, and this lady came in and we spent maybe about 
two hours in class about birds, learning about, you know, just learning about birds, all kinds of birds. And then we had this, this card, and we went out behind the school. It was just like a, you know, wooded area. And we would be out there, of course, during our uh, field days and all those things, recess and all that. We would be out there often. And before then, I never remembered seeing any birds. So, of course, I was like, this is crazy. We're going to go out here and look for birds. There's no birds out here. But, of course, we all go out and we have our cards and we start to see all these birds that we just learned about. And and I thought today as I walked and looked at the trees that perhaps we saw them because we intentionally went looking for them. Of course, I thought it was the craziest thing in the world. I didn't think I was going to see any birds. But the others, I'm sure, somebody must have been positive because we started to see these birds. Like they were everywhere, all kinds of birds. And I thought about today that that our um, that we we thought it to life maybe that because we were looking for it, we were able to see it. And all those times I was out there before, I'm not looking for it, and so I didn't see it. Um, and so I just say that to say we have faith. Have faith in whatever it is. Expect it. Expect whatever your New Year's resolution is. Expect to conquer it. Expect on a daily basis. And if that's too long, hey, break the days up. You know, if you don't want to drink Coke, if you're giving up Coke, then say, hey, half of the morning, I won't drink Coke or I won't drink coffee this morning. And and just get through it. But be intentional and have faith. Expect the unexpected. Because I think sometimes we get in this routine of just, New Year's resolution is what we do. We do them, we have them, and then by January 8th, which is today, you know, they're slowly slipping away. So so let's do that. But Rodney, I want to ask you a question about how you started. Um, and, and basically you were saying that there's so much. There's, there's just we don't have to think anymore. And, and I, like you, I have not even thought about, you know, writing 2019, I don't don't know if I've written it, but I've just not thought about, hey, we got a a whole nother year here. And and typically I would go back and write 2018 a couple of times before I really get it. But what do you think, um, think that's causing, that's helping us or hurting us? And I want you to answer it uh, as it relates to adults, please, and as as an educator, what do you think that's doing to our children mentally? Like I see it as taking taking the ability to think away from from them for sure. But what do you think, hurting or helping, and why? Well, I think I, I think that when it comes to where we are now as a as a society, I think that I'm not I, I, I I'm not going to say it's that 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 it isn't helping. But what I will say is. It is it is doing more hurting than help than helping. Um, we have gotten to a point where we are now living in an enabling society. We live in a society where things are done for you, where we don't know how to struggle anymore. We don't know how to problem solve anymore. 
we are no longer critical thinkers. We can't, uh, what is it? Uh, it used to be can't, can't fight your way out of a paper bag. You know, we, 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 we can't do these things anymore. We can't figure things out because everything has either been done for us or it will be done for us. And as a teacher, I remember when I was in the classroom, I remember kids not even trying to solve problems. I remember kids not even trying to sound out words, not even giving it an attempt. Why? Because they knew we had 45 minutes or we had 90 minutes, and they knew, hey, Teacher's not going to sit here and and let me burn the time. Why? Because we're so pressed. Got to get things done. Got to got got to have it done by a certain time. Well, we don't have time to waste. And so it's so much easier to do things for people now. It's it, it, it's like you know you think about you think about families and. The wife doesn't want the husband doing things. The husband doesn't want the wife doing certain things because whatever they feel like they're good at, they feel like, you know what, rather than me explaining this to you, rather than me teaching this to you, rather than me talking you through this, guess what? It's a whole lot quicker if I just do it myself, even though I don't really have the time or even though we would be much more efficient as a husband and wife team or much more efficient as a family or as people, as individuals, if I take the time and show you how to do this. And it has become that in schools where instead of making sure that kids, and I blame the government for a lot of this, but we're not going to get into that. That's another, that's another show that might come up in, 2019, but, um, you know, instead of making sure that kids learn, we just make sure that they are exposed to it. Rather than making sure that they master it, we just hope that they remember it. And so, you know, today, you know, they can show you how to do long division. But ask them six months from now, they can't they can't tell you what to do first. Why? Because they never learned it. They never mastered it. They figured it out for that point in time and then that was it. Because when you learn something, even if even if there's time away from it, if somebody can at least point you in the right direction, you immediately say, ooh, I got it. I remember. I got it. I know how to do this. It doesn't take long. When you master something, even if you don't do it for a long time, it sticks with you. And when you see it, you recognize it. You remember when you have to struggle through things, it never leaves you. You may not dwell on it every day. Think about it. 
Think about the worst things that have happened to us and how they may not have presidents over us anymore, but you still remember them. You still remember the trouble that you were in, and you remember the day you got out of it. You remember the moment you got out of it. But see, now we don't have anything to go back to. We don't have a toolbox. Nobody ever gave us one. Our our, our toolbox is all is almost like that show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Because we're allowed to phone a friend. We're allowed to, you know, go and just get the answers. I remember Tammy when I was in school. I think when I I think it started when I was in middle school. All you had to do was go to the back of the book. All of the answers, at least to the odd numbers, were in the back of the book. And that's where we are now. We don't have to think. But not only, you know, can we skip the thinking process, in a lot of instances we, we can skip the doing process. It's so much easier to not communicate with people. Why? Because I can shoot you a text. Why? Because I can send you an email. And so the skills that we used to have, the skills that we used to, you know, be uh, exposed to, and then we had to, you know, build upon them until we became great at them, it's no longer there. And that's why when you go to restaurants or when you see families together out in public, they can't even look at each other. Why? Because they don't have anything to talk about. They don't know what to talk about. They don't know how to interact with people. If you can't interact with your own spouse or if you can't interact with your children, you can't interact with your parents, how are you going to interact with the public? And you can go to guarantee you, maybe we're going to call this the relationship concept, go go to a Go to, I mean, not a relationship, a restaurant concept. Go to, go to a restaurant and tell me how many people you see on their phones versus looking at each other, versus talking to each other. How many people do you see? And then we wonder why so many things have got lost. We wonder why our children are lost but they've been put in a position to be lost. And what is even worse than that is if you ask them, guarantee you, generally speaking, they'll say, there's nothing wrong with this. It's totally fine. I went to go pick up uh, dinner for me and Tamaria last week from this restaurant. And as I was sitting there waiting for the food to be prepared and, you know, got to hand me the bag, there was a man and a woman sitting in there. They didn't say one word to each other. They were both on their phones. And then 
when they left, they walked out holding hands. <laughs> but that's where we are. And I think now, does it, I mean, as far as helping, I think that if it's already there, yeah, it could make things quicker. Maybe you can get more things done. And that's why I say, you know, I think if anything, it hurts more than helps. Because I can't say that it doesn't help at all. But I think it hurts more than it helps. Because where it should help us, having this, this easy access, it doesn't. Where we could get more done, okay, I already have. This is already done for me. So I could get 10 more. Instead of spending eight hours trying to get this done, I can get this done in five minutes because it's already done for me. Now, what is the next thing I can do? But we don't have that mentality. We have, oh, this is already done. So now instead of what else can I do, now is guess what? I'm going to go do something else that is not productive. Mm. And so I think that, you know, we have to find ways to not take the easy way out. I remember when I was in college, um, (laughs) um, my friends or my classmates used to get upset with me because whenever there was a test, I was always, especially after my freshman year, I was always the last person to leave out of the room. If it was a math test where we had to, like, actually do some work. And we had calculators. You still had to show your work. But, you know, what I would do was I would do, um, I would do it on the calculator. I, I would do the, the most work that we had to do for it. Like, I was doing things that wasn't even required. But my mentality was I'm going to make sure that every single answer on this paper is correct. And they would get frustrated because they're all standing on the hallway like, yo, like, come on. Just because he said we had an hour and a half to do this doesn't mean you got to take the whole hour and a half. And they were like, what frustrated them was they knew when it came to it, like, I I knew the answer. Like, I probably, in in my math class, I probably had the highest average in the class. But I still took my time. I still did it the, the, the longest way possible. And did I have to? No. But it was something that I chose to do. And so I think that, you know, when it, when it, when it comes to, when it comes to life, and I'm going to turn it back over to you, Tammy. One of my professors in college, in undergrad, he said it like this. If you run through life, you'll live to be 20. If you jog through life, you'll live to be 40. But if you walk through life, you'll live to be 70. Back over to you, Tammy. Um. I want to just say, I know people may be thinking, well, 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 how does that relate? But I think it goes back to something you said um, 
even even with couples and things like that, we we have lost our ability to connect or even the desire. It's kind of like a a it's a pastime. Like you said, it's so much easier to to text. Um, I've been missing someone for a few days now, and then it dawned on me this morning, like, why don't I just call? Like, we text, and maybe she'll see it mm-hmm. hours later, and then it's too late for me to go and do what I need to do with her. And so today I was like, let me just call. I called. She answered. <laughs> we talked. We resolved the issue. And it's just insane how we have become so dependent and what what how does that relate to where are you now 2019 we don't understand or we don't take the time to try to understand how all of this affects the mental state um Rodney that that text you sent me i just had it pulled up um you can eat the kale drink the alkaline water take the supplement um do pilots or hit the gym but if you don't deal with the stuff going on in your heart and mind, you are still unhealthy. And I believe it starts there. It starts in the heart and the mind. Um, the Word tells us I, the issues of life come from where? You think about that. The Word tells us to, mm-hmm. to be, be re- renewed by the transforming of our what? And so, but how often do we think about the heart and the mind? How often do we think about, um, you know, spring cleaning? We'll spring clean the house and we'll do all these things for the new year. But what if we all just kind of shut it down on December 31st and went into prayer and meditation? What if we all, you know, went out on Christmas and, and served and made sure that those who have gone without all year, you know, are okay that day. Yeah, I found myself complaining mm-hmm. yesterday about I ordered, I had gone to get some chicken, and I got a, I wanted a leg and a wing, and I get home, and I had a, a thigh and a wing, and I made myself, I don't like thighs. And I'm like, how dare I? How dare I complain when some this 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 thigh would be a steak to someone who does not have a meal, who has not had a meal. Just little things that that we don't stop to think about. We are so consumed into the right now world, the texting, the social media. Um, I, I, I was looking, and I don't go on, on Instagram often. I think I have a Twitter account, but I couldn't even tell you how to get on there. But I, I remember times <laughs> going on Instagram, and I would see – like the same people that I've seen post on Facebook, posting on Instagram, and I'm like, how much time do you have to do this? And do we ever mm-hmm. think to put it down, to rest the mind? As great as the mind is, if you don't rest, you can have the healthiest person in the world, eat right, all of it, all of that, but... If you don't, if that person does not take time to rest, that body will weigh down. I mean, I'll see people stop. It's like they they look forward to getting stopped by the red light now because what do they do? They pick up their, their, they're just on the phone. 
And yeah, they could be doing some things, but I tell you people probably 90%, and I'm probably being generous there, and so are on, are, are on that phone while driving. And, and now I see mostly adults, like my age, up, upward, doing this. And, again, what you might say, what does it have to do with where we are now, 2019? How can you possibly endure the kind of changes that we um, say that we're going to make at the beginning of the year? Think about it. Most of us have did it all 365 days. That's been our life. You cannot do that with a guarded heart, with a scorned heart, with a, 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 a mind of the same caliber that you had in 2018, you even have to change your way of thinking. You have to create or find out your new why because your old why apparently was not enough that you started with in 2018. And you have to desire it enough to endure. And I know it's difficult. Because, again, I still find myself not as challenged, but challenged with my ice, my, my little crystal ice. So I have, um, I have an understanding of how difficult it is to let go of things. However, I can't make an excuse. I cannot make an excuse because the ice may be a little thing, but think about the big thing the big thing that's not so good for me, but I keep going back, like the trash can baby. That's, that's, that's such a, I mean, it, just think about it. You want me to move my trash can? Sounds crazy, but it's not about the trash can. It's about the fact that you moved it. You moved it intentionally, yet you go back to where you moved it from. Same with your New Year's resolutions. You want to move. You want to change. You want 2019 to be different. But but it takes more than want. Discipline. And, and, and before these, these things that we want to change, what what's the recipe for change? Your recipe. What's your why? What's your why? Why are you doing this? Why do you need to do to do this? How do you do it? You know, do we do we pick up the book or books on discipline? Do we do we we try to figure out, you know, where we're spending our money? Um what are we eating? Are we writing it down? Like do we have a plan? And and probably not because we're we're doing all those other things. And you would think is rotting like you said because we have we don't have to think about so much, so much is done for us. You you would think that would allow us more time to grow, especially spiritually. Especially, I turned my TV off today for about an hour, um, laid back in my chair, and I just I listened to the silence, and you guys. That's something that if if you have not tried to just, I mean, just, and it's not about going to sleep. It's about hearing the things that you don't hear. It's kind of like looking for that bird. 
it was it was seeing the things that I was not expecting to see that I didn't even think was there. And why wouldn't I? There's trees and all of that everywhere. But there's so much more to life than what we've allowed ourselves to get caught up in, and it hurts us with those New Year's resolutions. It keeps us from breaking those chains and moving forward. So, uh, Rodney, back over to you. Tammy, I want to go back to uh, the the trash can, um, and I think you just um, brought it up again. Um, but in my in my notes, and it's funny that you went here, uh, but in my notes, um, when we talk about the trash can um, concept and we talk about moving things, how about we start moving? Uh, these mountains in our lives. And the way that you do that is what you said um, in the very beginning, and that's through faith. But I want to, um, I want to go to Mark, the 11th chapter, verse 23. And it says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And it, it, at first it talks about just staying to the mountain and, and 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 what to say or what will happen if you say be removed and cast into the sea so it's it's telling you what to say or what you should say or what will happen if you say this right so that's the first thing the second thing is if you notice it didn't just say to say to the mountain to be removed And see that's the thing That happened That's the thing that um, That happens You talked about moving The trash can right Right But it, but in order to even be Willing to move the trash can You gotta be Willing to remove Whatever is keeping you From moving the trash can you can't move the trash can if something is blocking the trash can. Mm. But whatever is in your way of moving the trash can, you had to move it there in the first place. It's like the trash can. The trash can is where it is because you moved it there. Whether you moved it from the from the, from from Walmart to your kitchen or whatever, the trash can is there because you moved it. And see, it's not even it's not good enough, you know, that we 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 we're just moving things because you got to remove them. Even in the Bible, it says, "Be thou removed." In order for this mountain, you can't say to a mountain to be removed if nobody moved the mountain there in the first place. So if the mountain is there, the mountain is there because it was put there, it was moved there. That's the only way you can remove it is that it had to be put there in the first place. But it says, if you say, 
be thou removed. But then that wasn't the only thing it says. So it's telling you not only to say to the mountain to be removed, but it says be thou cast into the sea. So don't just move it. Think about where you're putting it. And I don't know much about the sea, but could it be that because if you put it in the sea, it ain't coming back? I don't know much about the sea, but it, it, things that go out in the sea that don't belong there, do they Do they drown? Do they sink? Does it sink to the bottom? And then it says, the third part is, shall not doubt in his heart. I think, I think sometimes we 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 say the right things but our words are empty we say things because it sounds good we say things because that's what we want to hear coming out of our mouths or we say things because that's what we want other people to hear but it says shall not doubt in his heart so that's the next part of it so not only are you telling this mountain what to do, you're telling it where to go, but then you can't doubt in your heart. It says, and then the last part, shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. You got to believe in what you're talking about. You got to believe in what you're speaking. The song that played before we started the show was Speak Life. You can't just speak life. You got to believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. And the reason why I think we struggle in this area and why it's so easy for us to say what we're going to do when the new year comes in or here's my resolution, the reason why it doesn't last could it be because we are doubting in our heart that that's what we really want? Could it be that we really don't want to live a healthier life? It just sounds good. Could it be that we don't want to kick these bad habits? Could it be that we really don't want to make a change? And we say things because just like in Romans 12 and 2, we're conforming. We're doing what is expected of us, not what we expect of us. Because the, the, the truth of the matter is, change doesn't come when you are associating it with or putting it with things that it don't belong with in the first place. Your resolution your goals, your ambitions, your dreams have nothing to do with the first of the year. If that's when you choose to make them, fine. But what are you going to do in two weeks? What are you going to do next month? What are you going to do the first time of, of, of trouble? Are you going to forget about it? If your heart isn't right, because it says, and shall not doubt in his heart. If your heart isn't right, you're just putting words out there. 
that don't mean anything to anybody, including you, if your heart isn't right. If your heart is right, though, even if you set a goal and trouble comes, the wind blows, for whatever reason, you don't get to do what you set out to do today. Guess what? If your heart is right, you're going to eventually come back to it because you didn't doubt. Think about it. Think about think about Job and all that he had and then all that he went through and then all that he got back plus in the end. It says, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, you can't just, this is sort of like the freedom of speech. You can't just say whatever you want to say and think it's going to happen because God is going to honor everything. But, it says, believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatever, whatsoever he said. I will say this, though. If you find that your life is filled with drama, or negativity, guess what? It's because you believe in your heart that that's what you're supposed to have. So it goes both ways. And there's a scripture, I'll have to find it. It says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing of the word of God. But if you are constantly speaking negative, that's exactly what you're going to get eventually. You have to be positive. You have to want the best. We are trained to believe that if somebody asks us uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest or 10 being the best, what are you when it comes to certain areas? We are trained to believe that we should never say 10. Why? You asked me. I'm not going to walk around with a 10 on my forehead, but if you ask me to rate myself, I'm not putting myself down. That's your job. That's your job. I had a professor in college, I mean, one of the, one of the best lessons I've ever had. He talked to us about that. And I and ever since then I'm like, you know what? They better not ask me. I'm a ten. I'm a ten. But he but but he taught us that. Don't walk in the door putting yourself down. Because if you if, if for those of you listening to the show, if you haven't noticed, you don't need any help reducing yourself, making yourself small. Because the people around you are going to do it for you. And sometimes it's not even going to be your enemies who are going to put you down. It's going to be your family. It's going to be your friends. But you don't have to do that. But as as Tammy says all the time on the show, guard your heart. And I'm going to add this too. Search your heart. Mm, amen. Search search your heart. Because there are people 
who do wrongful things. But their heart might be in the right place. They just can't pull it together earthly. And then there are people who it seems like they have it all together. But within their heart, it's all jacked up. They do. There are people who do good deeds all the time. But they do it because that's what's expected. They do it because they don't want people talking about them. They do it because they want everybody to be happy. I used to be that person. Hey, Rodney, can I? I want to jump in for one minute. Why you there? Why you are right there? Um, think about this: how when something happens, people come from everywhere to do this mm-hmm. and that and the other. But we pass people every day. There's someone right in our family who is in need of something. Um, it could be mm-hmm. twenty. I, I I can remember where $20 made a difference in my life, and it came from a neighbor that just said, you know, God just told me to put this, to come over and put this in your hand, and that made an, a difference in my life. But we have to start, like you said, you got to search your heart, and if you think this has nothing to do with your success and with your New Year's resolutions and so forth, and, and and to throw something out there, to throw one thing out there, we've thrown a few. Anyway, of the list is get yourself right with God. You've heard you spiritually right. I'll just say that get get your spirit right with God. And you've heard Rodney say worship. You must worship Him in spirit and truth. We we rarely think about spirit. And we sure don't think about the truth because we don't want to hear the truth. People do not want to hear or deal with the truth. And if you're not willing to deal with your truth, then you ain't going to deal with anybody else's. So we just got people walking around with lies. What is it that you have not set yourself free from? First, acknowledge. So I just wanted to stop right there while you were saying that, Rodney, that we do some things for ourselves. When sometimes even in the midst of helping someone, it's for your satisfaction. I saw a post, and I wish I remember who put this out there, telling people, stop putting these homeless people on, putting homeless people on social media. It ain't about you. I mean, who mm-hmm. thinks about who thinks about putting somebody who. Who's hungry and without Who thinks about putting them on social media Who thinks about it And I feel Mm. the same way about you church folks I'm sorry I ain't judging you But I'm thinking when I'm in the spirit I don't want your camera on me And if you in the spirit You shouldn't have the the phone out Filming me at church I don't There's There's some things that It's not judging. It's just it is what it is. We have to have wisdom, this wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. I'll just take it from the word. We have to have that. We have to have it, and we got to stop trying to be. I'm going to say it so damn nice, and not causing conflict. Conflict is good. It's how we resolve issues. 
It's not that you start yes. it, it's how you do it. I heard a man, I, I found out about a show that I really took a liking to yesterday, and it's, it's um, about five pastors that are sitting, they just answer questions. They just sit and answer people's questions. Um, and I, I took a liking to it, but one of the men had talked about how he and his wife were pastors, actually, and one of the, the questions was that, how do I get rid of um, demons? Out of my my home, my life, and all of that, and so this this one pastor said that he and his wife for years have been trying to have a baby, and that this they met this lady and she gave them a vase and told them to put this vase in their house and it was going to help them have a baby. And he said, you know, we didn't want to be rude, we didn't want to hurt her feelings, so we took this vase and we put it in our house. And they said things just started to happen, the craziest things just. Our life just turned upside down. From no, it went from A to Z, basically. And he said he went into prayer about God. What is it? What is going on? And he said that that thought dropped in his mind to get that base out of your house. But mm. think about this: we are we are so caught up in looking good and 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 all of that, so we can't even tell people, "No, thank you. I don't want that. I don't need that." He said, we didn't want to hurt her feelings. We just took it. Now, who's going to take a vase? You think I'm going to take a vase and somebody say, this vase is going to help me have a baby? Mm. If God ain't told me that vase is going to help me have that baby, no, ma'am, thank you. <laughs> See, I was, oh, you don't even let everybody pray for you. Don't let everybody pray over you. And that sounds cruel, but I'm sorry. If your spirit ain't right, what are you praying for me for? And I gotta be a fool to think it's going up. Spirit and truth. And some things we mm. just need to stop lying to ourselves about. And that one thing more than anything is who we are or what's in our heart. Because that is a stumbling block. The greatest lies we tell are the ones that we tell to ourselves. And trust me, I've been there. I'm not telling you because, oh, somebody else. No, I've been the liar to myself. The liar to myself. Back over to you, Rodney. Timmy, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to go back to uh, just the description of the show. And and you know what's so funny? I uh, usually when we're when we're doing the show, um, I just happen to glance over at my computer and it's like 9:22 or. You know, nine twenty-five, and I was like, "Oh Lord, it's almost it's um ten o'clock here on the east on uh, on the east coast." I was like, "Oh Lord, we've been on this thing for an hour." <laughs> but I want to go back to the description, and it says, "It's a new year, it's a new day. What are we going to do to make it better than previous years?" Each year we make resolutions promising to be a better person than in the past. Excuse me. We vow to live healthier, happier, and a little bit more prosperous. We promise to leave all negativity behind us and to surround ourselves with much more positive people who will help us reach our goals. We do a great job of sticking to our newness until it wears off around the end of January, if not before. Tim, I think you said January 8th. (laughs) 
at some yep. point we we lose our self motivation and find ourselves right back into the same holes we thought we had climbed out of. One day of missing the gym turns into two. Then a week, then a month, and before you know it, we no longer have a desire to go. Our healthy eating becomes chips, cookies, and fast food by February. Spiritually, our prayer time is replaced with worldly things such as television, social media, or the latest drama in the entertainment industry. It isn't until the next year we think about bettering ourselves, but the only problem is this becomes a cycle. Dying to live, Butterfly Evolution not only wants to know your ambitions, but also wants to share ways to help our listeners to stay motivated. I want to I, I want to I want to say this. The first thing is stop tying your ambitions or your goals or the things that you want to do. Stop tying them to a new year. The two have nothing to do with each other. If you have things that you want to accomplish, we should all have things that we want to accomplish. We should. However, put a plan in place. And if you want to um, set deadlines to keep yourself on task or to stay focused, that's totally fine. But don't say 2019 is coming in. There's going to be a new meal. 2019 is coming in. Here's what I'm going to do. And don't do that. Because to be honest, most of us, our attention span can't last 30 seconds, let alone 30 days <laughs> or even 12 months. Don't do that. But I'm going to say, Whenever it hits you in 2019, because maybe you want to do something different, but you don't know what it is. Figure out what it is that you're passionate about. Figure out what it is that you want to do. And then start setting realistic expectations. Instead of saying what you're going to do in 2019, when things come to you in 2019, how about you just start the process? How about you say, you know what, um, I want to open a daycare. Okay, fine. It, it It's a business. It is probably not going to happen effectively within 12 months. But if, if, if that's what you want to do, then you start the process and you keep going until you open your business. If you have a desire to read your Bible more, great desire. Don't say, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Just say, I have a desire to read my Bible more. And then take steps in that direction. Your goals or the things that you're trying to do to better yourself should be ongoing. 
and be realistic about what it is that you're trying to do. You might have a goal that you want to resign from your job. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to call your own shots. But be realistic about it. Sit down and start writing things out. Start drafting a plan. Start talking to people. In order for me to visit Tammy in Memphis, I got to, at some point, I got to get on the road and get there. Or I got to go get on the plane and get there. But I got to get the process started. And then I, I have to follow through. And when it comes to motivation, it's hard to be motivated if you're not disciplined. It's hard to be. Because you got to know when to say no. You have to know when to say yes. You have to know when to stop. You have to know when to go. You have to know how fast to go. You have to be disciplined. You have to be. And part of being disciplined is knowing when to say no to other people. Knowing when to say no to yourself. Because you know that what it is that you're trying to accomplish costs money. Well, if you can't refrain from spending money, then you're not going to reach your goal. So stay focused, stay motivated by staying disciplined, trying to do it all at once. We've heard that Rome wasn't built in a day. We also know that when you want things, sometimes it, it, it takes time. It's a process. It's not going to come just like that. It takes time. It takes work. And the more time you spend, the more work you put in, the longer your product will last. I've been writing a novel since 2015. The first book I wrote, I wrote it in a month. I wrote it in a month. Second book I wrote, took me a few months, but I did it all within a year. And then I decided that this book, I'm going to take as long as possible. Because I learned you can you can you, you can put out a really good product if you just take your time. But I also learned some other things. That if you want your book to be successful, you gotta get people to purchase the book first or to read it or to check it out from the library. You gotta get them Right. What are you doing to mark the book? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Right I, thought, I thought we lost you. It went blank there. Oh, sorry. 
No, that's okay. But there, that's but, okay. There, but there are things that you have to do in order to um, make these things happen. So find out what they are and then get started. And no matter what happens, keep the ball rolling. And, Tammy, I think that instead of the ball rolling in our lives, we allow the ball <laughs> to drop on our dreams the same way it dropped. Mm-hmm. I agree, Rodney. I think the mind is, in, in spite of, of how you started with, the, um, you know, how there's so much that we don't have to do, we don't have to think and things like that, but in spite of all that, People are mentally tired, and if and if and if you don't believe this, please become a people watcher. Watcher people, I'm telling you, if you if you just look at people today, we have all of this stuff. I mean, from oh my god, they say there's some singing washing machines that tell you. I mean, this blows my mind, and 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 I have a friend who has a singing washing machine, and I'm like, do we really need a singing washing machine? Don't don't we remember that we put clothes in the washer and and probably 15, 20 minutes or so? I mean, I do. I just, I just, I just, and I have no desire for a singing washing machine. I just have no desire. I don't. I just don't. And and I just think some of these things that. We we desire is just so not necessary because I'm sure it, to play these songs when the cycle stops is mo- is extra money and what there's a family that's in need of that there's like mm-hmm. like I said twenty dollars at the time of my life made it was like two thousand dollars no joking twenty dollars was like two thousand and I know that there are single moms single dads. Even working families who could that just bless them with a couple of hundred dollars that we pay for those singing washing machines. So we have all of these things that that tell us, okay, now, okay, now, okay, now, you know, and and where has that led us? And I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, do I need that we put God on this, on this, okay, now. Um, agenda as well. Okay, now God. Okay, now. And so we have to stop. And as I said earlier, first and foremost, if you, if, if I'm gonna go back to what you said about the heart, searching your heart. If searching your heart, I think that if you're gonna make them, that should be every year. I think that should be every day. Creating me a clean heart. Woe is me. That's that's become my my this. Woe is me has become my prayer. Woe is me, God. Woe is me. Nothing and nobody else. Woe is me, God. And I I I can't say enough. Seek ye first. Seek ye first. Kingdom of God. Get you an accountability partner. Get you a a schedule for prayer. If those things are not on your list, set aside some time where you will meditate. 
pray. Get a journal. Write these things down, as the word says. Make them plain. Keep them before you. Pray on them. Think about them while you're at work. Think about them when you're on your way to work. Think about them when you go to post on Facebook. Think about them. Pray about them. Do we do that about our New Year's resolutions? And as I said earlier, what's your why? What is your why? Read about change. Read something. Read about discipline. Try to find out why why is it so difficult to break these habits. Read about habit breaking. To see if you, like Rodney said, if you want it, because no matter where, what side we decide we end up on, we've made a choice to be there, whether through our actions or lack thereof. But we make a choice in everything that we do. Keep yourself surrounded by like-minded people. Because like what we read, what you sent me, Rodney, it's not just about what we eat. It's more about the other things. It's more about the people that we spend the most time with. It's about keeping a positive outlook on life. It's about being grateful rather than always expecting more, even from people. Allow people to be and not try to change them. Help them grow. And that's another thing. Don't be so selfish. Don't be so caught up. As Tamaria said right now, I, I always think about that. You know, when we're driving and someone's crossing the street, we want them to hurry up so I can go. But when you are crossing the street, you want patience. You want that driver to look at you and, and say, you know, go ahead, hi, how you doing? And that's, that's checking your heart. That's checking your heart. When you, when you see yourself starting to check yourself or when you start to see your, you, when you start to see your heart, to me, that's when you're beginning to love, truly love and have reverence for God and the kingdom. And then, I think, and only then, are you able to truly love yourself and people. So we have removed God out of everything. I heard a sermon Sunday. I did go to church, and that's, that's one of my things, Rodney, this year. I am, I have a desire to find a church home. And I'm saying this year. It could be December 31st, but I'm not I'm not going to join a church that that I know will not feed me. Like I mm-hmm. need and want that that pastor and those those uh sisters and brothers that are going to connect and and call me out as well on whatever. Be accountable for each other. I want that accountability partner, and I need several. I'll just tell you, I I, I need several. Um, let's see. I wrote some things down here. I, I hope I have said all of them. But people, you know where you are. Be be honest with yourself. You know, don't start out 2019 with this frivolous thinking um, that I can do this. 
without having a plan. Don't just get caught up because this is what we do every year. Wouldn't you like to be able to, in the middle of 2019 and say, wow, these are some things that I really did this year. And I don't have to wait until the end of 2019 to start again. I don't have to do that. I'm, I'm changing consistently. I'm, I'm intentional about growing. I'll say that, maybe intentional about growing rather than changing. Because if we grow in the area of what we eat, how it hurts us, um, how we respond and we act to people, how we allow people to respond and act with us and to us, what we look at, what we listen to, what we read. I literally pray, because I, I do Facebook, but I pray, God, let me see only those things that you would have me see. And it is working. I am highly pleased with what I see. And that wasn't always the case. And if one slips in, I'll say if Satan slips one in, guess what I do? I pass right by it. I, I often know first sentence, it ain't for me and it didn't come from my prayer. It's not a part of it. So we just got to get real, get real with it. And I say we, you guys, because I'm telling you, just because this is butterfly evolution and been doing this since 2011, every day is not gravy for me. I battle as well. But there were there 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 was a time where I ignored the battle. I'm okay. I got this. I'm good. You know? I ignored it. And the longer we do that, it's like getting lost. The longer you keep going into the woods, if you're already lost, Hey, the longer the trip back is, the more difficult it is because it's longer. And so if you've heard nothing else from this end, I say, I go back to what you said, Rodney, search your heart because there, there is where the issues of your life flow from. Search your heart. Why you eat the way you do is there. Why you feel and think the way you do, it's there. So I say, Rodney, that's that's the main point of the night. Search your heart. Search it. Woe is me, God. Search, cleanse, cleanse me. Show me me. Because when you see you, you'll see that food. You'll see the lack of exercise. You'll get to the why. Because it's deeper. It's deeper than the food. It's deeper than I got the gym membership, but I went two times last year. Got it January 2018 and went two times. Oh, but I'll wait till next year. It's deeper than that. Deeper. So, Rodney, I'll turn it back over to you. I am ready when you are. I hope that we've given the people enough to start with, to, to restart, and restart without a 2019 resolution, but a Wednesday resolution. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Or maybe even a Tuesday, a right now resolution, a right now. How about that? A right 
<laughs> I like that. R N what? Let's see. Right now, resolution. R N R. How about that? Right now. And 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 not not only that, Tammy. What about instead of a resolution, we get a rejuvenation? How about that? That's the R. Yeah, still R N R. Why don't you pick up where you left off instead of trying to uh, pick up something new when you haven't even finished what you started? Amen. I, I'm I'm right there with you, Tammy. I, it's funny because I actually uh, sent you that text uh, as well. I think that this has been a uh, great first show uh, to begin the new year, and, and I think that you know, for anybody who wants it, it's there for them. Anybody who wants change, it's right there. Anybody who wants better, it's right there. The 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 question is, what do you want? What do you want? And the only person who can answer that question is you. But what do you want? Not just for 2019, but what do you want going forward? What do you want? Uh, Tammy, do you uh, have anything coming up in the near future? I do. I have, um, and I'm hoping that I'll be able to keep this date. So tentatively, for those who are, well, if you're not in Memphis, uh, February 9th, I have a lunch and learn for couples scheduled um, on that day. Like I said, a lunch and learn, so it'll be the mid-morning hours, and it's just basically geared towards helping couples um, grow through the power of understanding and using communication as a tool for that growth. So I'm excited about that um, because we're at a time where we're just losing our families um, because people are deciding to, to split and, and go go their separate ways. And I just truly believe that a lot of couples are one conversation, one good, honest conversation away from their breakthrough. Um, also planning a webinar um, for couples that I'll have that up and going, hopefully this week, to where uh, those couples can sign up. It'll be a free webinar um, that they can sign up for to learn more just about the whole communication thing is not necessarily for the lunch and learn. Um, but as of right now, those are the only two things that I have. Um have some more things in the in the oven, but the oven is not turned on. <laughs> so it's not cooking. <laughs> So, right now, you you get it. Don't you? I hope, uh, that, I totally I hope the listeners it, are laughing totally as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep, in the oven. You know, like piling up dirty dishes in the oven. Just, just clean up the kitchen. Yep, they're in the oven. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yep. I guess everybody did that. I sure did it on my mama. Yep, dishes in the, in the oven, dirty and all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, so, you know, that's it. So, if I, hopefully, someone—if you know someone in um, 
Memphis or if you're in Memphis, you know, can contact me about that. And certainly if you'd like one sponsored in your area, let me know. I'm eager to get going this year. All right, all right. Tim, I have a goal. Um, I have a goal. This is probably the first time I've ever talked about this goal. Um, I don't know. I may I may have even been a kid. Um, but I remember growing up, and, and, and I remember I used to, you know, always say that, you know, whenever I got married, you know, I – I didn't want my wife to have to work. Like if she wanted to work, then you know I wanted I wanted it to be a choice. Um, and towards the end of 2018, a few months ago, um, one day I was just like, you know what? I really want to call my own. Shots. Yeah. I do. I don't want people telling me what I need to do, what I have to do. I want to be able to say what I am going to do because I'm in that position. And so my goal is to get to a place where I can call my own shots. Because if I can call my own shots, then it is a choice for my wife to go to work mm-hmm. or not to go to work. Or if she's working, it's what she wants to do. And I feel like I would be much more effective. And maybe for you all who you know who are who are listening, maybe you feel this way too. Or maybe you never thought about this. But I just feel like I would be far more effective doing what I want to do, doing what I think is right, rather than somebody telling me what's right, or rather than somebody telling me what they want me to do because it goes along with their agenda. I feel like I would be far more effective making decisions for my own life and dictating how much I get paid, dictating when I go to work, dictating what I am presenting or giving to my audience or to the public. I feel like I would be far more effective that way. And so my goal is to get to a point where I can call my own shots because if I can call my own shots, my wife can call her own shots, my daughter can call her own shots, and anybody else who is close enough to me can call theirs too. And that includes you, Tammy, because I'm taking them along with me. <laughs> so, that, so that is my goal. <laughs> That is that 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 is my goal. That is like my ultimate goal. You know, Rodney, that, I told two weird, and I should say weird, but but different. I had uh, one recruiter call one job person from a job. They thought that I had um, applied for a job in Era 
and I just, you know, I've just gotten to this point, y'all. I'm just like, I'm mean. This is this is me, and I don't need to be trying to sugarcoat any of it. So I'm in a real conversation. Well, why do you think I, I applied, you know, in era? And she says, well, because of your, your experience, your background, your previous jobs. There's no way you want to do this. I was like, yeah, there is a way. <laughs> I, I seriously have no desire for the corporate world. I just, I just don't. And, and yes, I want to stock cans. <laughs> I want yes, and so it turned into a conversation. And she said, you know, I was thinking this morning, she said, I understand. And she said, I was thinking this morning that I could really go to a grocery store and just check people out, check their groceries. And this is somebody coming from, you know, calling me about, you know, my stuff. And so yeah. I, I, I hear it. And then today I, I had to tell someone the same thing because he asked. He said, well, would you be open to moving up? I said, well, you know, I'm open with discernment. I said, I have to have my peace. I, I just know where I can go right and I said, I said, because if I if I get back to where I was, it's not going to be pretty. And so I'm telling people this who are calling me about a job. But it's just like, you guys, I'm just there. I cannot give myself away to this world anymore. I cannot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cannot. If that means downsizing, if that means roundsizing, if that means Tiberia, Nadia, and Rodney move over. Maybe should have come in. I just I cannot give myself away like that anymore. It is killing us, you guys. And the and the but reason you know that something? what? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, well, no, no. Go, go ahead. Come on, come on. I need no, to hear this. No, 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 no. You're about to say the reason. Go ahead. I was just saying the reasons that we are doing this or feel the need that we have to go give give ourselves away like this. Why? Because it all com- it all comes back to things and stuff. Like I have I have far more than I need, you guys. I blessed, and I don't have a lot. But to me, I'm truly blessed to have what some people will say the little that I have. And I have no desire for new stuff and new things. I have no desire. I actually have a desire. To- Downsides. I have a desire to go to my closet and say, if you're in need, come get. There is no reason. This just, it just doesn't sense anymore. <laughs> it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. So go ahead, Rodney. No, you know what? I'm so glad I let you finish. It was meant for you to say that because you know what? <laughs> what I was gonna what I was gonna interject was. I think we have it twisted. I think that we think that if we had it our way, if we had it if we had it our way, we would do these grand things, we would do these unspeakable things. I don't think so, depending on the person. Depending on the person. I'm not gonna say everybody, just because I think it would take a certain mindset. You said stock cans, right, Tammy? Yes. Do you know do you know what I envisioned myself doing today? You know what I envisioned myself doing? <laughs> While I was thinking, I, in fact, I was driving, I was driving home. 
and thinking about my goal of calling my own shots. Do you know what I would do if I were in a position to call my own shots, meaning I don't have to worry about money. I'm not talking about, like, me losing my job, nothing crazy, nothing like that. But if I were in a position to call my own shots, there was plenty of money coming in, and I could honestly do whatever I wanted to do. You know what I envision myself doing today? What? Cutting people's hair, cutting men's hair. Oh, I wow. envision myself as a barber because that is something. It's funny. I don't go to. I, I don't go. To, I, I may go. I might go to the barber shop once or twice a year. I don't go to the barber shop. I cut my own hair. I don't need anybody to cut my hair. I know how to do it myself. But I just envision myself today cutting people's hair. <laughs> like just, I envision myself like just hanging out in the barber shop. Just waiting on somebody to walk through there and me just cutting the hair. In the meantime, watching TV, you know, eating some lunch, eating some chicken wings. <laughs> but if I had it my way, I really think that that's what I would be doing. Like, because it's not stressful. Because honestly, what is one thing that we all want to get rid of? Stress. Stress, yep. And if I had it my way, and I was calling shots, and there was plenty of money coming in, and me, Mary, and Nadi didn't have to worry about anything, man, I would go and sit in the barbershop all day and cut cut people's hair when they came in. That That's really what I would do. And so I think that, like, that has to be the shift in our mindset. Instead of saying, oh, if I had... If I had plenty of money, I would go and buy a car. I probably would not. <laughs> I might, but but like that wouldn't be like like it wouldn't bring me any fulfillment. Because I'm perfectly fine driving my Toyota Camry. Love my car. I'm perfectly fine driving Tamari's truck. Love Tamari's truck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all of that other stuff. I I. It's okay. It's nice. But I find pleasure in just talking to people. I find pleasure in laughing with people. I find pleasure in, like, doing nice things for people. And so I don't need all of this extra stuff in life. Yeah. You know, because, you know, it was funny because a few weeks ago I was like, man, like, you know, if I really had it my way, like, you know, I would be a substitute teacher. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's not the same as when you're the real teacher. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know if I would do that to myself. But, man, I would, I would, I would seriously cut people's hair. And so <laughs> I think it's a perfect way to end the show. <laughs> For you guys listening, honestly think about if you really could do what you wanted to do. What would you do? Mm. If you really if you had it your if you had it your way. What would you do? <laughs> because I honestly think that that's what I would do. In fact, I know it's what I would do. I would cut people's hair. 
that. I would stop okay. cans because that's 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 therapeutic for me. I just and I've I just I've never did it, but I could just see me in the cans having a very wonderful night. <laughs> I could just <laughs> and process and just stop cans. No. But you know what you know you know what too, Tammy, and, and you and, and you and you mentioned peace, and, and it's funny because that that's one of my favorite things is just peace. Yep. Peace. And yep. I think we bring on a lot of unnecessary things. And so, in thinking about what you would do for those of you guys listening. If you could, what would what what would you do that would just be peaceful? Like we have to deal with drama and gossip and wickedness and all types of things because we have to go to these companies, these buildings, these jobs every day. So we have to deal with these things. But if you didn't, what would you do? We will definitely be back next Tuesday, same time, same station. We hope that you guys uh, were able to take something away from this show. We appreciate you listening, and we will definitely uh, see you again next week. And perfect timing. Little Nadia is crying. So, <laughs> so we're going to get out of here so we can find out why Nadia is crying. And uh, you guys have a blessed week. We'll see you next week, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Good night.
then I go. 